Hi, and welcome to Veterinary Journal Club. Uh, I'm excited to have you guys here and to welcome back Dr. Sarah Borilovitz, who we've spoken to before about some of her tips for um, sort of project management around um, writing and submitting grants. And so I wanted to um, have her come back so we could get a little bit more into the nitty gritty of the actual writing of the grant. Um, she has, you may remember from when she was here before, pretty extensive experience in um, both doing the science, writing some grants, and then um, quite a bit of experience with editing um, and helping other people get their grants um, successfully submitted. So um, thank you for coming back, Sarah. It's great to have you. Thank you for having me back. So last time um, we had, you had like your, your five tips yes. for, you know, how to manage your grant and, and try to set yourself up for success. Right. But now um, maybe we can get a little bit more into the details of what you can do to write a grant that is maybe more likely to get funded, that yes. somebody's going to read and be like, I like this. Um, and so that's that's really exciting because, again, it can be really intimidating for a bunch of people who this isn't what we do. And a lot of yes. veterinarians, there are definitely some who have extensive experience with this. Um, but like myself, I'm primarily a clinician. And so I, I don't have a lot of experience with that. And most of, like the first time I wrote a grant was just like, all right, let's let's, let's see, see what, what happens. happens. Yeah, yeah, let's let's hope for the best. And you know, some of the studies I've done haven't required funding, which you know ha has some of its advantages and disadvantages. And I try to think of it from like if I were writing a manuscript, mm -hmm. but there are some there are some differences. So there are, yeah. Um, so maybe you can you can kind of just get into a little bit of yeah yeah what are your thoughts there? Sure. So and I I will say writing is really hard, and it's okay. <laughs> Anybody out there who thinks I don't like writing. I don't like writing that much, even though I do it. Um, you know, I, I, we mentioned last time that I was an editor. I'm a much more natural editor than I am a writer. So some of these tips are sort of... From an editor's or, standpoint. From an editor's standpoint and also kind of born out of me struggling with writing okay. because it's not as natural for me. So I totally understand anybody out there who looks at the blank word page and is doesn't know so what not, to do. There's no judgment here. Basically. No, it's no, like, Hey, I, no these judgment. are things that like I also struggle with, but on the editorial side, I, yes. it, it can be become maybe glaringly obvious that this could have been done differently. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I just personally think editing is a little easier because you already have a document and you're just making sure. it better. So <laughs> writing is so hard. It has to come out of you. Right. And right, so right. it's, it's difficult. Um, so I have four tips. I had five tips last time. I tried to think of five. That's okay. To make it Keep even it simple. No, that's I have all right. Four tips. For, for writing. Um, and we'll sort of start with, you know, presentation of your data in the grant. Okay. And then a couple of tips on how to make your writing sort of more creative or more interesting or yeah. just to branch out and feel better about putting something on yeah. the blank page. Because at the end of the day, it's human beings that are reading this. And so yes, they're, they're going to be prone to the same things. Like if they're bored, they're just yes. naturally not going to be as excited. So exactly. It, it can be really easy when you're thinking about this to keep everything really dry, but mm -hmm. maybe that's not the best approach. So, okay. Right. Exactly. So the first is to emphasize important ideas with bold font, italics, underlining. Okay. This again is, it's kind of, if you've done a lot of grants, you've seen this. I remember when I first saw a grant, when I think it was an undergrad, I saw a, a grant proposal from the lab I was working mm -hmm. in. And I was like, why is this sentence bold. It's just randomly yeah, bold. I don't know. It's definitely it's, it's kind of jarring. It's not yeah. something you would do in a manuscript, no. for example. But think again, like you were saying, these are people reading yeah. the proposals. They're reading a lot of proposals. Yeah. You want to make this as easy on them as possible. So yeah. 
if you can stress, you know, at the end of your, for example, for an NIH grant, your end of your significance section, this problem is significant because it affects so many people. Right. I'm used to working with human diseases. Yeah, so that's okay. It affects so many animals yeah. <laughs> uh, of yeah. any type. And that just helps them see, yes, this project is significant or this project is innovative. And that's not going to be something they're going to be like annoyed with. Cause that would be my thought. Like, no, right. Like I did yeah. think that at first yeah. it's not annoying. And I was able at, when I was working at my last company to participate in a, a couple of mock review sessions where we had to read these grants mm-hmm. and it was kind of like an NIH one where we, each person had three that they had to focus on. And okay. even just three is, I mean, they're so long. Yeah. There, you know, some of these proposals can be hundreds of pages at the end Ooh. with all of the, you know, if you're doing a clinical trial or something right. like that, all of the information. So the easier you can make it on the reviewers, the yeah. better. I'm not saying just randomly underline things right. or randomly make them well, metallic. Right. But if, if you do too much of it, then it's like... The it's same, not going to mean yeah, anything. Right, right, right. But really be mindful be, about which things. Yeah, be very selective about... I, I usually use it in sort of the upfront sections. I don't use it as much in the the part where you're really talking about your project and what you're going to do. You can, if you feel like, okay, I I really want them to know this abbreviation or something like that. Um, Another thing I like to do, which isn't necessarily sort of bolding or italics, but if you have, um, it's it's still bringing attention to something. So if you have like a a letter of support from someone in particular, I like to say in the proposal, um, you know, this problem is significant. And then if I have a letter of support saying from mm-hmm. like a patient, okay. I would say C letter of support from gotcha. blah, blah, Just blah. Just reference that. Yeah. Because yeah, they're supposed to look at the letters of support, but those are usually at the end. Right. And they you just not. want to bring attention that I yeah. have someone that says this is important. Got it. That kind of thing. So okay. again, like I said, when you're new to grants, that kind of style can be really jarring and just, yeah. It doesn't look... Yeah, it wouldn't feel natural to me. It doesn't look natural. It doesn't feel like professional, right. I guess. Yeah, like, why are you shouting at me? Like, that's what right. I would think somebody... But it that really helps the reviewers focus on the information that's yeah. important. No, that makes sense. Um, and you can kind of see that, you know, we talked last time about looking at your reviews. If there's something that's really not coming across, that can be a good way when you resubmit okay. or when you do yeah, another grant to really highlight, I did this. This is in here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, okay. it's important. Yeah. Okay. So that's the first one. The second one is sort of also about presenting your information, which is figures. Okay. I think it's important to use figures because some people are going to take in information more visually than if it's written down. It can be really important if you have like a very complicated study design. Okay. Um, That's what you're saying. So like to maybe a figure that would like say... uh, like a decision tree type thing or yeah, something like or, that. Like, or here's, you know, if you're, my, my, most of my experience is like with a, ma- a mouse experiment. Uh-huh. If you have different mouse groups, right. you sort of show them visually and what's going to happen to each, like this, they're, yeah. they're going to get this IP injection yeah. and this one's going to get this topical thing or gotcha. whatever. No, that makes because sense. you can write it all down, but that's going to be a lot of information yeah. to process. So I think it's really important to show what you can visually. Gotcha. And the other thing that I learned as a grant writer that I really love and I wish I had known when I was a grad student is let your figures be able to tell the story on their own. Right. So there's going to be other people a lot of times on a review committee that aren't the ones tasked with reading your grant in detail. Right. Maybe they'll get three, but yours isn't one of them, but they're going to talk about it and they're going to look at it. So if they can look at 
five figures that tell them, okay, I got a pretty good this idea is kind of, what's of going on. their setup. This is their preliminary data. This is their study design. They don't have to read your proposal yeah. to get that across. And just, and also in addition to that, making sure your captions of the figures are sufficient, are sufficient yeah. that they don't yeah. have to go back into the document to find something out that you haven't defined in Perfect. the caption. So, I mean, cause that's really similar to the manuscript writing, right? Like yes. basically they say yes. any, if like, if you can put this in a table, um, then don't put it. So don't, don't duplicate. Right? right. So don't, if you can explain it with your figure, then, you know, just basically say see figure one, um, for I an would explanation. Still, maybe like a one sentence yeah. overview, but the details. Yeah. Are in the figure. I would still say for a grant, I might still write out more okay. than what I would do in a manuscript okay. just to make sure that because they're really looking to make sure you're hitting all the details Got and it. you might not be able to convey that all Fair in enough. a figure, but if you can convey sort of the general idea of the study sure. design in a figure, I think that helps okay. a lot. And like I said, there will be people who are just skimming through. Gotcha. And also people who might just like to see a picture. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I think that can be really helpful. And I think people tend to, they can tend to maybe put less information in the caption because they're worried about space. Got it. Yeah. that was. I think it's question. really important to have that information there. And if you're too long, you need to cut somewhere else. Like, okay. Because that was my question. Don't cut it like, from the if caption. you've got word limits or page limits yeah. or something like this, you're saying you should prioritize having maybe not excessive numbers of figures. Right. right. I would not say excessive numbers. Don't so, put them on there just for the sake of having it. It no. should be a way to either enhance, you know, what you're you're trying to convey. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And of course, being too long, like going past the page limit, that's something everybody deals with. Yeah. It's okay. But really try not to cut down those captions yeah. so that they have to go back into the text to find them. Right. So. Makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. I definitely wouldn't have really thought to prioritize getting images into my grant. Proposal. Yeah, it yeah. really helps. Yeah. I think it, it just, I mean, a lot of people do because they're putting in preliminary data, but I sure. think people just stop there and they don't think, oh, can I make, yeah. you know, my, my initial hypothesis is that this is how the system works. Can I make that into a little figure? That yeah. doesn't even have to be that big a lot of times. Sure. Just so that someone can see it in addition to reading it. Yeah. So I think that helps a lot. And then my other two tips are sort of more about, like I said earlier, about improving your writing or just feeling better about your writing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying anybody needs to improve their writing. Yeah, just... we all do. It's okay. <laughs> we can admit it. So the first is read a lot. Read other people's grants if yeah. they let you. That is so helpful. Yeah. Because... I love reading other people's grants because I love seeing how other people have put together information and how yeah. they're presenting it. I always learn something from somebody else's grant, whether it's, I didn't like that. Yeah. I won't do yeah. it that way. Or a lot of times it's, oh, that's so interesting. I never would have thought yeah. to do it that way. And that really helps. Nice. I think it is so invaluable to do that. But also read other things. Like just, if you can, I understand people are busy. I'm not sure. saying everybody's got to go out and read like 500 page fiction books, but I you're think getting a homework assignment. That's what <laughs> it's got. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe if you more, what I'm saying is if you, if you like to read and you're thinking, Oh, well, all of my time reading should be on these papers and these grants and mm -hmm. something work related. If, if you want to read something else, I think you can still think of it as helping okay. you in your so you mean work. Like reading like, a novel. Exactly. Is yes. what you're getting at. Yeah. yeah. That that yeah. is still helpful in just learning 
how you're using the language and how yes. somebody is conveying a, yeah, an idea. And okay. I think it can I, make you I, more I like, creative. This is better homework then. Yeah. yeah. I like this better. <laughs> and, and I didn't do that as much when I was in grad school. I, I read a lot when I was a kid and I remember distinctly my reading dropping off yeah. in grad school in it to be replaced by papers and yeah. protocols and TV because I was, my brain was fried. Right. But I've noticed since I'm, not really in the lab anymore and mm-hmm. I don't have to read those papers, but I read yeah. a lot of fiction. I feel that it makes it, it's more interesting yeah. up in my brain. You know, sure. I just, it gives me a break and I think that that can help again. If you don't have time or if you don't like reading, sure. Fine. That's probably, I still think yeah. you should read other people's grants right? because I think that will really yeah. help if you're working on improving your own grants but maybe don't feel guilty if you're also reading for pleasure because exactly. maybe there's something something is still happening not. in your brain yeah that's helping yeah. i think and and if you're a person who doesn't like reading you can think of th- that same idea for other creative pursuits you might like maybe you right. like art maybe you like even video i mean video games yeah. i think it's still i think it all still creative outlet yeah, it, yeah anything that is your outlet don't think of it as Wasted, t- wasted time. time or time, you know, think of it as time away from your job because you should have time away from your job, but, but yes. think of it as <laughs> it can still be helpful. Yeah. Um, but definitely read other people's grants if you're trying to get better yeah. grants. Sure. I mean, there's going to be specific things there, but I actually really, I really like the idea of, um, of just thinking that when you're trying to come up with ideas and be creative about something that really all the things that you've ever read, yes. you know, have in some way influenced or informed mm-hmm. how you like things. And, and some of it's just a matter of style, right? Yes. There are certain styles that you're going to to like. Now, the flip side of that is you don't know who the people that are going to be reading and reviewing your grants right. are. And so I, I don't, I'm not a grant reviewer. That's not a thing that I've done. But, but like, I'll get, say, um, applications either for vet school or internships, residencies, things like that. Um, and those come with like a, a letter of intent or a cover letter. And I have certain things that like, I'm like, okay, this is cool. And other things that I get totally put off by. Oh, um, interesting. So um, like, for example, if somebody starts their letter of intent, like it's a short story, I'm like, <laughs> not, not a fan. I'm not a fan. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. This is just like, you're really like, can you also, give me an example of what that would even look like? Because I don't oh think I goodness. understand. Yes, um, I can. So there, there are definitely some people who want their personality to crump across, and and that's may, maybe a good thing. Um, but I've had people. I, I no joke. I've read letters that started with "It was a dark and stormy night." I am not kidding. Oh. That is a that is a hundred percent real thing. Okay. Um, sometimes they'll say, you know, or it, maybe it's not quite that blatant. It was a dark and stormy night, but a version of that where. You know, uh, I was seven years old and he had, you know, the greenest eyes I'd ever seen. And blah, and then they start telling a story about this kitten that they saved or something like that. And I'm just like, Mm-mm, that's not, no, that's not your, this thing. isn't you the field. Like this is not a creative writing application. Yeah. And I just like immediately I'm like, Ugh. and so, but somebody else might read that and be like, this is really cool. It's very unique and it's really different. But I've, in my mind, there's a danger in that, right? Sure. So you 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 can stand out, but mm-hmm. you might not stand out for the right reasons, right? So I don't know what your thoughts are on, you know, there's in my mind there would be a limit to how creative you really want to get because this yeah. is a grant, right? At so some point. So just my feeling is, I think reading novels and reading fiction. Mm-hmm. If if you like nonfiction, read nonfiction, read yeah. history books, whatever. Um, 
not necessarily to then replicate that that for your grant, but more to sort of like get your creative juices flowing. I think it just helps you think of other ways to present the information. Yeah. There's still a way to write a grant that helps get the information across the best way. And it's saying, you don't want to waste people's time. It is not telling, it's telling a story, Yeah, but it is not starting. It was a dark and story night. It's telling a story. Don't do that. No, no. Um, And I'm sure. Well, I guess I'm not sure. I can't imagine um, that that is a frequent occurrence um, for grant writing. I have never seen that. So cool. <laughs> in a grant. And I, and I don't, I mean, I don't bring that up because I think somebody was going to go that route. But I guess sure. my thought process is you still want to be judicious with your words, with ultimately with their time. Yes. Um, oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. so if, you know, say something, don't say something in four sentences that you could say in one. No. Right? No. Definitely. I mean. But make that one a good thing. Yes. Yeah. And I think that that's what helps is sort of reading different things. You kind of get an idea of this. This is getting the information across in a really good way. I like this. Yeah. Um, The other thing I would say is going along with creativity is I think there's room for creativity in how you design your experiments. This is something I always was very frustrated with in Mm -hmm. grad school because I felt like I'm not very creative in like deciding what to do. Sure. And I think that there's room for that and you can kind of use that as maybe a creative outlet in putting together your project as opposed to writing a short story. You're sort of trying to put like what would be a really interesting way to do this or a really novel way to do this type of study. Um, Assuming that's what's required. Maybe you just need something straightforward and that's fine. But I think that there's a couple different places for creativity. And then just in terms of personal style because everybody has a personal style and how they write you kind of just have to go with what you do and I mean of course like you're you're hopefully going to get feedback like we talked about last time yeah but if if a reviewer really doesn't like it they'll say that right if you're consistently getting the same feedback then you can think about changing it but at you know be yourself overall too so I think that that's fine just again don't start. It was a dark, dark and stormy. No, Don't do never, that. never, never. Um, even if you're writing a short story, probably not. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's been, been done. done. <laughs> so one thing, if I could maybe ask you if we could add a fifth tip. I want to see what your thoughts sure. are on this. I haven't gotten to my fourth oh, tip. Oh, gosh. Yet, so. That's right. Those, yeah. those were kind of a combined one. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to save it then. Okay. okay. Maybe yours is, is the one I was going to come up with. And then maybe I not. Won't, I won't steal the your The fourth thunder. one I have is to read your writing out loud. Ooh. This again is like you got to have time. I would but, have a really hard and time. And maybe doing don't this. read the whole grant. This is going to be long. Okay. But some of the really critical things, I think that you can kind of when we were talking about editing and mm-hmm. missing stuff, you can write a sentence and think this is great. Mm-hmm. But then if you actually try to say it out loud, you'll realize this is kind of convoluted. Yeah. We were talking about being succinct. Yeah. If you read it out loud, I think it really helps you see this isn't working. I yeah. need to make this shorter. I have too many clauses. In so this just reading sentence. it out loud to yourself. To yourself. Yeah. 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 But actually reading it out loud, not yeah. in your head. No. Like truly say the by words. yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And again, if it's your whole, if you know, if it's like a 12 page grant proposal, that, right. that's going to take too long. But go you're going to lose your the voice. The crucial sections. Yeah. The crucial sections, um, the intro stuff, the things where yeah. you're making your big statements. Or anything you just don't feel right yeah. about, maybe. Read those out loud because I think that can really help. And that's just kind of like a writing like tip that. in general. I, I think mean, that's a good tip I think for it really even helps. like manuscript writing and things yes. like that. Yeah. yeah, I like that a lot. I mean, I don't like the thought of having to sit in my office and like read out loud to myself, but I, no. can, I can imagine <laughs> how 
that would highlight issues that maybe just reading it on the page wouldn't. Yes. Um, so it seems like a rather simple thing that you could do to sort of self-edit before you give it to the next person. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought to do that at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. okay, that wasn't that wasn't mine. Yeah, okay. I wasn't going to come up with that. So my fifth one, um, and this is coming from you know, both my own experience and then working with people who are maybe writing a grant for the first time is it can be really hard just to get started. Mm -hmm. Right. And so my, my thought would be when you're, when you're struggling with just getting started is don't like, it's probably going to be bad initially. Right. So just start writing, like just put your thoughts down. Um, so that would be my fifth tip, especially for like beginners, people who are like, I don't know what to do. And it's like, it's okay it's okay. You don't know what to do. And you know, you're going to need a lot of help, but you got to start somewhere. So just start writing things down. You need to have words on the page. There's a, there's sort of an idea in, in writing in general of, it's a word I can't say because I don't think we're doing swearing, but no, we don't, we don't have the explicit tag yet. Bad first draft. I'll say. Gotcha. Um, Okay. Which is, Get the words down. Yeah. Your first draft is not going to be your final product. And no one it else never has to see is. it but you, right? And no one else has to see yeah. it. It would be weird if you produced an amazing, perfect, final I wouldn't draft believe you. the first time. <laughs> it would be, be like, really why? strange. Yeah. So, but if you have words on the page, you can work with them. Yeah. You can tweak them. You can say, oh, I'm, oh, once you start writing, you'll really realize oh, I, I didn't set this up. I need to give them right. some more information before right. I tell them what I'm going to do or... I could really add some some data in here about yeah. how prevalent this disease is or yeah. something like that. It, it becomes more obvious as you write. And yeah. you can start with an outline. Yeah. I like to have an outline. Um, once you've done the same type of grant a few times, you, it's a little easier to sure. sort of know what you need to fill in. Um, the other thing I like to do is I have a little document, like a Word document separate from the grant that I'm writing where if I delete a sentence mm-hmm. because I just didn't like it, I copy it over and I, I have like a deleted sentences <laughs> like file. Like graveyard. Yeah. yeah, so that I can remember like... The thought, at The least. thought and how I put it together. Gotcha. They're not always the best sentences. There's a reason they got deleted. Right. But it can help to go back and say, oh, I said that this way. I like gotcha. the way I said that. I should use yeah. that, that kind of thing. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah, but like that. words on the page is the most important thing. And again, nobody has to see the first draft right. if you don't want to. You, you, yeah. can, you can get to the second or third draft before you ever before show, you show it to anyone else. And yeah. it's still intimidating to give someone yeah. you're writing. Yeah. It's really scary. Yeah. Because even with a grant, it feels like, for me, writing feels like a piece of me. Like, yeah. like people know too much about <laughs> who I am based on how I wrote. <laughs> and it's very scary. But yeah. most people, especially in in science are used to reading grants. So right. they're used to giving that kind of feedback. Right. And hopefully you're not getting feedback from someone who's mean. And if you are, maybe find someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Be mindful. Yeah. Like maybe there's ma- constructive criticism and then there's and then just some people are jerks. Mean. Yeah. yeah. No, you don't need true. that. But I do remember not the first time I wrote um, a grant, but the first time I wrote a manuscript. Um, and I, I remember just being like, oh, I don't know what to do. So I read a lot. Mm-hmm. I read a lot of other like similar style articles and, and then I was like, oh, oh trying to think about all the things. So yeah, some of these things sort of naturally happened. And then at some point I was like, I just got to get started. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I will say one thing I struggled a little bit with is after I read a bunch of things, then I found myself like thinking of all the phrases that other yes. people use that I liked. And then I was yes. like, I can't, I use, can't that. use that. <laughs> so 
you know, just be mindful. I, there are only a certain number of ways to say something. So yes. like, it's not really pra- plagiarizing if it's like, this is, this is the only phrase that actually makes sense right, for exactly. this. Like, that's okay. Um, but yeah, but I did start getting like, uh, now I'm just thinking of everything everyone else has said. <laughs> so, yeah, that um, is the fear. And, and that is actually maybe a good reason why reading something like fiction yeah. can, can sort so of maybe, like jog yeah. your brain because it's not going to be a phrase that everybody's using in their grants. Right. Read a bunch <laughs> of grants and yeah. then kind of decompress by reading a novel yeah, and exactly. then come back to yeah. your grant. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that can, that's maybe, I like maybe, it. maybe one way you could do it. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's hard, especially with manuscripts, I feel like to, to say something in a, in a in new a way. U- yeah. You're like, this is, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but no, I think, I think it's, it's helpful. And just to kind of encourage people to just get out there and do it, give it a shot. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And I, you'll get better over time. I don't think we mentioned this last time, but uh, grants are really hard. And oh yeah, if you're not getting funded right away, that's very common. Um, oh yeah. It most took, it took people me a lot aren't of getting funded. Before I ever got yeah. fund, the first one funded. Yeah, I would I, be really surprised if there was mechanisms where like over 30% of the people were getting funded. Right. Maybe right. there are. Those would I be mean, great. I think Apply it's really those, telling but. that like when you get into academia and you're writing your CV, there is a section for grants not funded. Like yeah. you get credit for submitting for a the grant work, yeah. and even though it didn't get funded, like yeah. people recognize that one, it's really hard and, and it's very competitive and mm-hmm. money is getting scarcer and scarcer um, yes. in the medical field for sure. And so if you're not studying something that's really sexy, then it's, it's yeah. really hard to get funding. So if you, if you want to help ensure that you'll get funding, um, I'd say go into cancer research personally. Um, <laughs> that, that's where the funding is going. Aging but, also has oh, a lot of Oh, money, really? Okay. Yeah. That's not something we do a whole lot of in vet med. I guess not. Um, yeah. Not a lot of good models there, but, no. um, but maybe, I don't know. There's probably something somebody's doing. Maybe um, the monkeys. Yeah, we're yeah. not doing a whole lot of that. Stuff. I mean, I'm not, maybe somebody listening. Yeah. Go, good for you. But, um, yeah, at any rate. Well, yeah. thank you very much, Sarah. This this was really, it was great. I'm glad we were able to follow up from the last time and to get a yeah. little bit more into the details about um, grant writing. Um, it was exciting having you come and, and change things up a little bit for the show. So we went in a little different direction. Um, thank you very much for, for coming and, and hopefully we'll uh, be able to have you back sometime for something else. Yeah, that'd be great. I just have to think about what else I know. <laughs> I can share it. I bet there's a lot in there. So yeah. um, uh, thanks again. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to today's show. I'd like to thank Topher, my producer. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Vet Journal Club. Our website is veterinaryjournalclub.fireside.fm. Email us with questions, comments, or show ideas at veterinaryjournalclub at gmail.com. And remember to check back weekly for new episodes, and we'll catch you next time.